The coronavirus is here, and we don't know for how long. We see friends and colleagues at virtual coffee meetings online, and everyone is adapting to the new situation. Businesses are also adapting. And in this episode, you can meet Gabriela Tiaga, who has transformed her business from a yoga studio with a physical space to a virtual clinic with a holistic approach to mental health. The current episode is the second of two interviews with Gabriela Tiaga. If you go back and listen to the last episode, you can hear Abril's story about how she got the idea to start up Earth Yoga in Odense and her experiences from the early startup period. And in this current episode, Abril will talk about how she has adapted her business to the new reality of Corona. My name is Jesti Jørgen. This is the Expat Life in Odense podcast series. And here's Abril Atjera. How did you cope with your business during the Corona lockdown? It was a very interesting situation. I think no one of us have experienced that before. Um, it came a bit of a shock, you know, I think for everybody. Um, for, but I will speak for, for the people like me that suddenly we had to, to you know, uh, stop working. We, we could not work because we were not allowed to open the studio. So um, I took it fine. I really didn't know how, how, how things will be happening or um, which was the, the future. I really didn't think at that moment on that. And um, also we were looking uh, to find another location for the studio. So in that sense, it came at the same time. Uh, my contract of the studio stopped around the same time that the lockdown was happening. So we just put on hold all the new location that we were thinking about it. And uh, we wait, literally we wait uh, to see how things will be unfolding. Um, I, after you know a couple of months, I think the whole March we were just quiet. I will say, I will compare it to we were meditating. Uh, <laughs> and uh, fully present um, to, you know, to see what life will, will bring us. And, and in April, we start little by little opening um, with, a little, with a little bit of fear, I will say. And you're seeing, I, I just had some outdoor practices, especially with the international community, but still we were not able to work. Um, so then we have to, to decide to start doing things in a different way. And that's how we end up today doing what we do and uh, giving a completely, I mean, new focus to the original idea. And what are you doing now and how did you change the focus? Mm, I was, um, the studio was open as we, as we spoke as as an idea to open a mindful space where people could come and share different practices and different ways of being present. I guess that has been always my intention to help people feel more comfortable on their skin, whatever they do. I started to study acupuncture. Um, so my idea was also to incorporate that part uh, on the whole holistic way of well-being. And um, I, what I'm doing now is to not limiting 
time or space in a way. So we don't have a physical space, but we're offering the whole consulting services to people and to companies that are looking into new ways to manage the moment that we're living, to cope with stress, to deal also with all the remote um, working and um, how employees are taking that. So I'm working in a company doing a project supporting mental health and uh, curating different events and practices um, focusing on, on, on well-being and in mental health um, that we are so afraid to talk about it, but it is indeed something that we have to train as we train our body to keep ourselves fit. Hmm. Do you think people are getting more open about talking about mental health these days? Uh, totally. To I mean, I don't know if about like mental health as such. Um, the the world day dedicated to to that is the 10th of October, and we're focusing on depression this year. And the idea is that we lose all the stigmas about mental health, you know, that I think when we explain really what is mental health, it's very easy, you know. Depression is an unbalance. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to talk about diseases because diseases, is, it's something that comes and goes, right? It's more like we need to put attention to certain things um, in the beginning when they start. So after or now that we're living the corona, um, yeah, I think people for the first time in their lives stop and say, you know, I'm stressed. I have been maybe stressed for <laughs> maybe many years, but I just didn't know <laughs> because it was always this adrenaline and this rush. So when, when you stop the machine, when you stop the wheel, then all these things about our mental health status start coming up. And it's something that we didn't have other choice other than to look at it, right? Why I'm feeling like that? Why maybe I don't, I don't, I don't feel like working, you know? Because there is no this adrenaline that kept me being alive. So companies in general, they are, they are putting a lot of attention to the employees. And I mean, yes, I think it's the more we talk about it, the you know, more comfortable we feel about talking about imbalances as in the physical aspect, as in the mental aspect you know mm. and and how do you help companies uh, there how do you help the employees in the companies right. well we do the whole um i mean uh, we basically uh, listen what they want right and we make an assessment depending on the number of employees and um and uh, what they are needing and and what can it be offered? But basically, air yoga has always had this palette of different things that we can work. We can talk about food, you know, because food is important for you to nourish your your physical uh, body, but it also will help with your mental health, right? It's It, it says that our intestines and our stomach um, status talks a lot about how 
how our, our well-being is connected. So um, a different range of of different activities that we could do. You know, I have work on the field or on the purpose of changing this image of the people meditating, sitting in lotus for hours. You know, meditating could be just so many different things to get out of this uh, trap or this this wheel. So I can curate events or I can organize different um, activities that are fun for people, not just for employees, but for people, for communities that are willing to engage um, in a new reality, in a virtual reality. And I think that's very important. Um, we, we spoke about it um, earlier. We, most of us, not everybody, but we don't know how to socialize with this new virtual reality in which we're living. Um, and it's it has become very com complicated for some people to know how to socialize and to have fun. And how do I talk with my community? You know, or, you know, people feel maybe shy to you know drink a virtual coffee or so it's, it's also about just making it more common and using the tools that certain providers are giving us uh, in terms of technology to just uh, make ourselves comfortable socializing and living and interacting in a in a new reality hmm. how do you think uh the new world is going to be? Do you think it's going to stay this way? <laughs> I really don't mm. know. I really don't mm. know. I I think we needed a break, definitely. Um, and and uh, that's the amazing part, you know, that we don't know how it's going to be. So we got to be very present and we have to enjoy what we have today because we don't know. Like today you can fly. For example, tomorrow you can't. Tomorrow you have to be in quarantine if you visit some parts. Tomorrow we don't know. I don't know, uh, like your experience, but in my case, I cannot go what I still call home because my family is there, right? I just can't go because if I go, I must be in quarantine and I cannot be in quarantine at the moment. So it is a very challenging situation. And one of the things that we work a lot exactly is that if you start really thinking on the future, it will generate anxiety. And um, and this state of uh, we, some of us, expecting that things will be back to normal, it also creates anxiety. So the only thing that we can do is it's very important to be grateful for what we have today and i think it's amazing that part that we say thank you for what it is today because we don't know if we're gonna have it tomorrow or or not right so uh, this is the part that we're trying to to work and to train and answering your question before more people are open to try now because they see that some answers some questions need to be answered and uh, we become more open to try new things. Um, so I, I really don't know how it's going to be, but I could imagine that more waking up calls are going to keep happening 
and we have to be prepared to you know be resilient and adapt mm. of the evolution of life how how do you think it is to be an expat uh, in a corona crisis situation wow 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 mm. i mean I mean, on a way, I think expats, and I'm going to talk about my experience, right? Um, I think we're quite well trained on the way that when you move, and I'm going to speak about Odense, it's a, it's a different tempo that if you will be in a big city where you are distracted by, by the city noise, if it makes sense, and that keeps your mind occupied in other things. Um, when the lockdown happened, just decrease a little bit the social life, but it was not as dramatic as it could be in another big city, you know. Um, however, I think loneliness is something that is very important to, to talk about it and frustration, the fact that maybe they cannot visit home. And uh, that's why I believe as a, as, a, as a network, as a community, I believe so much in community and we we need each other's, we need each other's love and help and support and energy. Um, and so I would love to work much more in the international community and, uh, you know, just support each other and build this, this strong network and, um, and do it virtually because maybe that's what we have to do now. But if we know how to do it virtually, then uh, when, if <laughs> we can meet again in person soon, then it will be just easier, right? So it has a very positive things on the way that, uh, you know, you can be anywhere. A lot of people stop commuting. A lot of expats that were living here, maybe the husband was commuting and, and so on. That was my case, you know. I was commuting so much to Copenhagen, so I had the chance to stay home. But I, I, uh, home meaning Odense, but I could not go and travel far away. So... I think also it's an opportunity to look at mental health on a very customized way. You know, we cannot generalize anymore. When the corona crisis broke out and you had to start adapting, how did you go about it in the beginning? Mm. For first in my life, I was not reactive. Because I, I tend to just start like doing things and I just allow things to unfold and, you know, really offers start coming to me and on the sense that when I see offers, it's not that people were looking for me, but openings or I start seeing things in a different way, you know. So you start getting in contact with people that maybe you would have not done it in another moment of your life. And to say, you know, I can do this. Is it beneficial for you? And suddenly this combination of a marketing and economics background together with this holistic way of yoga, acupuncture, then they were the perfect mix, you know, for a well-being, um, you know, um, individual or professional like before <laughs> that that didn't really exist <laughs> so um, it is it is it is changing um as you said before i think people is much more open to say we need to take care of our mental health and um, and people is ready to to engage on that i think and another good thing about the the this 
this virus <laughs> or this situation we're living, is that now you can reach every part of the, of the world because, you know, suddenly you could get in, you know, you have much more reach, so you were not limited to a ge geographical region. And because people start to think uh, in this in this way that you, we can just meet online yeah, and suddenly exactly. everybody meets from yeah. wherever. Exactly. And that's very amazing, I think. Um, yeah, that, that was wow. Amazing for me. Then you can remotely work with your colleagues elsewhere or you could reach much more easier and people it's more open to say, yeah, yeah let's, let's meet online. Let's give a... And, and for some people, it's beneficial, you know, when they want to give, get therapy. Some people are more comfortable in face-to-face, -to -face, but some people actually feel much more comfortable when there is online. Because, you know what I mean? Um, they feel safer in a way. And uh, so it goes both ways. Um, as, as I said before, uh, we are... We have to customize and say, okay, what do you want? And what, what, what can I give you? And that give, this new situation gives you that opportunity. And how do you think it is to communicate with your family? Is it easier because now people use more online meetings anyway? Or yeah, yeah, absolutely. When they're back in Mexico. Yeah, absolutely. We, we do it a lot. It has, it has been my reality and, and I guess yours too <laughs> for a very long time ago. So on that sense, I think that's what I said at expats. Some of us, we were already prepared for this. <laughs> it feels that we were living this situation a bit long ago. Um, so, yeah, I mean... I, I love to, I have um, a very modern grandmother who, <laughs> she's 90 and WhatsApping the whole time. So <laughs> that's cool. And we just do Zoom. And, and it's actually, it gives us, give us more time to, 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 because they, like in Mexico, the situation, it's really, it has been very long into lockdown. So people have more time to do things. Um Yeah, so I see there is a change and I hope we remember what is happening and to take care of ourselves and consciousness. Uh, it's, it's very interesting because in yoga, you, one of the things that I try to teach is don't, uh, don't, don't pump into people, you know. Uh, take, take, take a step back and say hi and respect this space between you and I. Because uh, you know, some people come. Hey, can I get this? It's like, you know. And now with this social distancing, you have to take a space back, and you know, kind of present yourself before you start speaking with the person. And because you cannot get that close, you also have to give a bit more attention of the person that you know. And y y so, I think it's just giving us also certain kind of awareness of ourselves that we cannot just go into self-mode the whole time. Of course, there is the part of we need to be touched. And um, this is something that I encourage people. Okay, if you cannot be touched, you have to touch yourself. You have to hug yourself. You have to, it's an opportunity to, to, to give yourself what it was given by, any, by other people. And this is something we train a lot in, 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 in yoga and in mindfulness and in, in all those, these aspects, right? So suddenly, we as, society, as a society, we go into a retreat <laughs> and uh, we have just to relearn how to do things differently. And the more we want to escape, the more painful it's going to be. Just accept. 
and uh, accepting is the key of start releasing some tension. So to accept the new uh, situation to about the virus. What it is today is not new. It has been very long or very few. You know what I mean? It is what it is and what I'm going to do with my day today. So it's, it's, it's strong, but we don't, we, we as human beings, we have a tendency to don't accept the present. Um, so this is sitting us down and say, okay, this is what it is. And you're teaching mindfulness um, at companies also. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. whole, the whole, the whole, the whole process of, of, of mental health goes in hand with, with mindfulness, right? It's about mental health, it's about laughing, it's about being present, it's about relaxing, it's about prioritizing, it's about emotional intelligence, and of course it is about physical movement. Yoga is fantastic. I mean, it is the easiest way to start. For me, of course, right? It's the easiest way to start taking one breath at a time, connect with your breathing, moving, flowing, stay present, and relax, release tension from your muscles. Um, acceptance of what it is because you cannot go quicker than the breathing, right? <laughs> so, yeah. And when, when you have classes at companies, so how does it work in practice? It's virtual now. It's just mm -hmm. online classes. I think I had like a couple of classes with uh, university and we did it uh, with SDU and we did it, <laughs> we did it in Munkemosa. And yeah, it was it was raining the last time. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we, I do it online at the moment. I think it's, I think it's better to be honest to, to do it online and um, and private consultancy. I'm giving a lot of of, of private um, emotional therapy in a way um, and coaching in one to one basis. So I, I love that. So again, one 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 size doesn't fit everyone, and and I really enjoy that. Um, and for companies as well, and a bit just more opening uh, to to be creative and to, as I said, to give people what what they need. So you, when you are coaching somebody, do they just call you and say what they need? They can, yeah, absolutely. Then, they can just and then just, you make a program for them specifically. Exactly. Or? Yeah, exactly. And depending on what they need, you know, sometimes it's just. Um, emotional therapy in terms of like um, yeah how to manage your emotions how to manage your stress and um, sadness or whatever they are dealing with um, but I also usually try to combine a bit of everything uh, you know um, the as I said the, 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 um, the way we eat the way we sleep the habits we have the Meditation for me is just like three minutes breathing, well-being, you know, just just try to, depending on what you like, we try to find something that it's beneficial for you. So when, when the corona crisis broke out, did you get the support? package from the Danish government to your business yeah, yeah. how did it work yeah and and, uh, and and that's why I said that I could breathe and meditate a little bit because 
I know that a lot of countries doesn't get that. Yeah, you just have to apply and say, you know, I have to close my business and I cannot work. Um, and um, you went through a process and then they support you. And um, that allowed me to re to regenerate uh, my business and to reconstruct it and to start doing what I do now. So I'm, I'm grateful for that. So because before it was Earth Yoga, but now it's Earth Clinic. Yes. So, yeah. So it's it's and we hope to create a, an amazing community and to be able to give you a bit more of information very soon about more things that we're doing. We're redoing the page now. Um, basically, people can contact me on 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 my email or on my telephone and and you know we just speak and see what what they need and what we can do for them and. And more things will, I think we have to adapt very much at the current moment and situation as everything is changing mostly for week to week. Yeah, because before you had the yoga classes, that is people coming physically to the studio. Exactly. And now you're doing everything online. Yeah, now we're doing Instead. online and we do events where, where but now. We're, we're waiting a little bit because of the situation. So that's why you cannot plan that much in advance. And you need planning, especially in Denmark, you need planning. <laughs> People's agenda are quite busy, right? So that's why the only thing we can plan now is online because the physical uh, meetings, we don't know if it's going to change or not. And it causes some kind of... Um, stress in certain certain people and new restriction comes so we will see how how things develop do you have any advice to others who need to adapt to the new situation i can just speak uh, by me and acceptation 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 whatever it is it is and once we accept we can grow from there um I think if we like or notice a preference, but accepting and looking the fear into the eyes or the reality into the eyes, one will see that a lot of stress goes away. And uh, we have the possibility to work and transform the way we perceive life. That's the only thing we ha we can do. But it needs training. Like it's a myth that happiness will come by default. Uh, it's an everyday training, and it doesn't work all the time. But that's fine, because it's the it's the intention. It is the ride. It is experience. It's not the end. We we have seen that the end changes all the time. You know, like we have to use our GPAs to recalculate which is our route nowadays. So just be present and enjoy, 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 enjoy as much as is enjoyable. Do you have any good techniques for how to be in the present? Yeah, it's very simple. You can just count. Count to 10. One, two, three, until 10. And then on the way back, do it three times a day and you will see. And then you're more present. Yeah, absolutely. I also do this, and I said, Abril, present. Uh, yeah, so it's small things, but the counting is very, it's very simple. Everybody can count. Just then, go back and forward, 
focus on your breathing. If you feel anxious, well, I give a very, <laughs> I can give very, but hey, there's so many. You can observe the spaces between your, your speech, between your words, and try to speak slowly. And just observe the space between words. That's, that's, that's a meditation technique too. So then you, when you force yourself to speak slower, yeah. you will be more in the present. You, you are observing the space between the words. Then your attention focuses on one, one thing. And what happens when you are more present? You are not in the future, you are not in the past, you are here and now. Then usually fear and anxiousness and stress comes when you are either in the future or either in the past. If you are here, you are fine, you are safe. That's nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> thank you very much. Um, How can people get in touch with you? Uh, yes, they can just uh, <laughs> drop me a line. Um, I think um, it's info at erjoga.dk uh, and I think that's the easy way just to reach me and um, I'm happy to talk, to talk to them and take it from there. Thank you so much. Thanks to you. You have been listening to the second of two interviews with Abrila Tiaga. A link to Abril's uh, webpage and Facebook page and email address is included in the show notes. This is the Expat Life in Odense podcast series. My name is Jaste Thank you for listening. Bye for now.